Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, we will be doing something special for the holidays. Earlier this year, Improv for the People, the improv studio where this podcast is based, took a trip up to the mountains and uh, spent some time practicing improv and enjoying nature. And during that time, we recorded a few special episodes of our podcast called Camp Chats that we'd love to share with you all. And hopefully, if you're in the area or ever interested in going, uh, get you to come to camp with us next year. Let's hit it. Welcome back to Camp Chat. We're joined this beautiful Saturday afternoon by Jamie and Ben. Thank you so much for coming on. How are you both doing today? I'm feeling good. Also. Also, double good. Okay, that's fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Well, I'm really glad to hear it. So to start, we're going to play a round of three things. I'll give you a category related to camp. We'll see how it goes. All right. So Jamie, you're going to be up first. These are three things. Things you've had to drink at camp. Oh, water. One. Coffee. Two. Gross uh, tea. Three. These are three things. Ben, uh, three random things you've seen at camp. Pine cones. One. Uh, Christian men. Two. Uh, chicken fingers. Three. These, These are, are three, three things. things. <laughs> oh, I love, both of you had two very uh, specific answers. The gross, uh, like water, what was it, the hot chocolate? Yeah. Uh, well, it's all gross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would have yeah. been my 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 answer for that. Yeah, gross that, hot chocolate. That yeah. hot chocolate was a bit concerning. And then then just Christian men. Christian yeah. men. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Notably, so, the Christian men are present. Yes, they are. <laughs> At a very they, Jewish camp. Yeah, yeah. which is. Uh, I wonder how that's going. You know, are we having a little bit of a Jesus debate or? Yeah, have they come here to start a fight? Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, it's not my battle. Hey. <laughs> Not my battle. All right. Well, thank you so much for those observations. Uh, I want to get into it a little bit because both of you have a unique role here at camp. You are both instructors kind of leading our improvisers this weekend as they're learning and growing in their craft. Um, so I want to get into that. You're going to tell me just everything, all your secrets right now. Uh, so Jamie, uh, what I want to ask of you is uh, what growth or progress have you seen just generally among students this weekend in the work you've done with them? Yeah, so... A lot of students forget to have fun, Mm. Um, which I think if improv were not fun, really, why are we doing it in the first place? Um, And so seeing students kind of come alive when they were like, oh, this was so fun. Yeah. That like almost the shock on their face that this was fun. And uh, I, I really take a lot of inspiration from that. I'm very happy that, you know, we can help cultivate them having fun and finding or refinding that love of improv, that it's not just math or work or growth. It can also just be plain old fun. Hmm. Hmm. Love that. Love that. Yeah. I think getting away to somewhere else, like a different space away from our lives and responsibilities helps kind of find that fun mindset. I love that. Right, ben, um, what I'm wondering is, have you seen, has there been, any epiphany moments for students that you've seen just generally where they're like, you were pushing them in an exercise and they're just like, oh, 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 like, boom, they got an idea or they had a breakthrough in their work. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with my exercises, I've been having them approach them from a more kind of like philosophical heady mm-hmm. level. Um, and I can see them, you know, kind of 
being challenged by this new approach to, you know, having reactions within a scene. Um, but, you know, when we kind of, when we kind of talk about it afterwards and like, you know, kind of just highlighting like, oh, you know, there was this moment here to have this reaction and there's like, oh yes, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like that's always, it, it, it's good to know as an instructor to know that like what I'm presenting them is like, they're kind of seeing it for themselves, you know, whether it is during the scene or whether it's after the scene in, in talking about it. So it's like, it's good to see that they're like, they're engaged and like just noticing those opportunities themselves. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Um, this question is for both of you. What do you want to feel at the end of the weekend? What defines this weekend as successful for you? For me, I would say, um, I mean, being tired mm. is definitely one way. And just knowing that, you know, I've really kind of, gave a lot of myself and, you know, uh, was able to kind of maintain the energy and the expectations of the students throughout all of my sessions. So I just like kind of think it's just like, it's just like feeling tired, feeling like I just like imparted a lot of good little improv nuggets here and there uh, will make me feel like it was a good weekend. I mean, I have to say the same. Uh, hmm. I feel like if I feel tired after this weekend, then I've, I've done my job. I feel that the same way about improv scenes. If you feel a little tired after an improv scene, it means you probably really gave it your all. And what more can you ask for? Yeah. All right. So note this weekend, make sure your teachers are exhausted. Nothing left in the tank. Just <laughs> absolutely defeated. That's so far, goal. so good. <laughs> yeah. So ask tons of questions. Just really need their direction. <laughs> like, just if, even if you know it's the right thing, do the wrong thing just to make sure they're paying attention. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> oh, is that what they've been doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a general note I've been giving. Just do the opposite of what your teacher says. <laughs> so uh, I hope that's shown up in the classroom. Oh, it sure has. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you uh, both so much for sharing. I'm going to ask you uh, one super serious question about camp, and that is... If you were trapped in the woods, um, like we are now, no. Um, what is the one survival meal you would want to have with you? It's the one meal you have. You can eat it over and over again, though. But it's one meal. It's going to keep you alive amidst nature. I would probably say, and I'm thinking too realistically, but I would probably just say like really good trail mix. Mm. Something that will just kind of keep me nourished. Yeah. You know, it's got like nuts and maybe like a little bit of sweetness in there, yeah. like raisins or like M&Ms. There you go. Um, but then I won't get like overly full and I don't need to like cook it or anything like that. Yeah. I think I would probably pick like really good trail mix. Yeah. Do you normally eat trail mix for a whole meal? Uh, no, but uh, I'm, but. I'm not imagining I have pots and pans and That's a, true. That's a fire true. in the scenario. That's so. true. Pack and light. That's true. All right, all right, got me there. I think it's smart. You're on the trail. You need the mix. Jamie, what about you? Uh, I'm going the other direction. I'm yeah. going to be the most unrealistic option. <laughs> probably some kind of nice, just like Mexican dinner. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like fantastic. bean and cheese burrito, yeah. uh, chicken stuffed sopa pias. Oh, like I'm talking the real deal. Yeah, um, uh, because, I like where your head's at. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I could eat Mexican food all day, every day, and it just doesn't get old for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think both your approaches have validity because Ben, I think like yours is realistic. It's easy to carry, but like nutritious won't slow you down. But Jamie, because of the wealth of the meal that you have, I think you'd be able to make friends with the animals too. They'd appreciate some good cuisine. That's true. 
That's right. Yeah. Get them to cook for me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Then it's like a, a Disney scenario. That's right. But I think you'll probably be trapped out there longer because you'll be pooping probably half like half the oh, time. That's true. Yeah. Could be. But to be honest, would I ever get lost in the woods? I would never leave my. <laughs> I would never leave civilization far <laughs> enough to even risk yeah. that in any way. That'd take a lot of effort. Yeah. yeah because what that means is I've already gone at least twelve hours without a Taco Bell stop. So it's <laughs> just not going to happen. I don't. I know that I'm always at least twelve hours from a Taco Bell. There you go. There you go. That's true. That's very true. Especially, yeah, in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our improv game before I send you back on your way to camp. Uh, so for this game, we're going to be playing a game called Witness. And it's uh, based off the 90s film, actually. No, not at all. Um, so in this game, Witness, I'm going to give you kind of three things. And basically, it's going to be the two of you. It's your job to retell uh, this crime to a police officer. The police officer police officer being the microphone and the camera, I suppose. So I'll give you three things. You want to incorporate them in the retelling. Work together on this. You both witnessed this crime. It was heinous. I don't know what heinous means, but I know it's often used in relation to crime. It's really bad. It's really bad. Okay. So uh, three things. I'm going to give you a location of where you saw the crime. This crime took place at the beach. I will give you a celebrity who was maybe somehow involved. So you were at the beach and you saw Benedict Cumberbatch and the object was uh, an attache case. Attache case. Attache case. Great. Yeah. All right. Any questions for me? Beach, Benedict Cumberbatch, attache case. I'll black you out. Uh, please, please share your crime with the officer. Okay. Oh my oh God, God, officer. Oh. Officer. Listen, officer, we... Oh yeah, grisly scene over at Santa Monica Pier. Oh yeah. Oh, tell it. It like I will not be sleeping tonight, no officer. No sleep for either of us. We will be <clears throat> eyes wide open. Yeah, it was. It was seriously a a a bloodbath, and and Jeremy was crying. Jeremy was crying as soon as as soon as he came upon the body. He came upon the body. He just started weeping. I wept. I wept. And I, I had wished that I, I hadn't gone to the beach that day. I've never wished that I haven't gone to a beach before. And yeah. today, I wish I had not gone because who did we see there? No, no, no. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, he's he soothed us. He's like I I could not feel like I didn't even see a crime right now. I didn't I didn't even see he a murder. Came over and gave me a big hug. It was like, don't worry, Jamie. Here's look at look at this little attaché case that I've got. It's got my new contracts for my new film. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, it was a beautiful case, and like, it, he oh. just completely, he is the number one person to go to if you are n- you. in need of, uh, of a distraction. There, there, boys, there, there. Uh, don't worry about it. Enjoy your, enjoy your day at the rest of the beach here. Buy a little ice cream cone on me, won't you? Yeah, no, he was seriously, and then oh, oh, and then he did the he did his he did that thing in in the smog voice. Yeah, too. yeah, go ahead and tell us. Yeah, tell us it. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, "Listen, boys, like, uh, I want you to take really good care of yourselves and watch out for murderers." murderers. Yeah. Which is a little bit of a mixed message because he had just consoled us and told us not to worry about it and bought us ice cream cones and then scared us. Yeah, mixed messages. Mixed messages, but you know, uh, I hope I hope we were of of help to solving this murder. I don't think we were any help at all. Blackout. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so the officer's gonna collect your report. You know, he'll put it under the file and uh, you know continue the investigation. Um, probably need to check in with Benny C though. <laughs> you know, <laughs> might have some questions for him. 
I hope he doesn't it. hear this. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's a big listener of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, Benny. Benny's a big. Uh, yeah, he's he's a friend of the pod. Yeah, um, friend of the pod. All right. Well, uh, Ben, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. That was uh, that was more Benedict Cumberbatch than I ever could have hoped for. So thank you. <laughs> um, would you be willing to give us just uh, some final words before you head off into the nature? Yeah, it's just uh, it's. It's really been a joy to, you know, kind of escape the city for a few days just to uh, be in the mountains, be playing and doing improv with a bunch of the people from our studio who we only get to see, or I only get to see, like, on rare occasions. So it's just nice to spend time together as a community. So I'm definitely looking forward to the second half of this uh, weekend. Yeah, I hope everyone has had a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, thank you so much again for joining Camp Chat. We'll see you next time. Welcome back to Camp Chat here at Improv Camp. I'm joined today by Christine and Janine. Thank you so much for coming on. How are you both doing this evening? Doing well. Doing well, Thank doing well. All right. We just had dinner. We're getting ready for our last, uh, last improv session of the evening. Ooh, pretty crazy, pretty crazy. Um, so we're going to jump in and play a little three things, but it's camp. Uh, so to start, Janine, I'll have you go first. Um, so let's do this. Uh, I'm going to say these are three things. Uh, improv exercises you've done at camp. Uh, reaction, uh, peas in a pod, and uh, translation. These are three things. Very nice, very nice, very nice. <laughs> All right, and Christine, uh, three things other than improv you have done at camp. Eaten. One. Slept. Two. Laughed. Three. These are three things. Very nice, very nice. Give yourselves a round of applause. That was excellent. excellent. Thank you for jumping in. All right. Uh, so, Janine, I want to ask you, how has your experience been at camp so far? Is there something that, yeah, that you've learned coming into camp or something new that you've experienced? Yes. Yeah, so, I um, haven't done improv much before. Uh, I just did it once more, once before at the same camp last year. And I am very struck by how I feel like there's intimacy between people without everyone knowing their their backstories. Yeah, um, like yeah. just by seeing how people um, improv and and what comes to their mind, and you can start to see patterns even you know even in a short time in a camp. So definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, it's and then also kind of like what's what's hidden what's hidden in our unconscious or down there that suddenly yeah. pops up. Yeah. That we don't even know <laughs> that we don't even know. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I think that intimacy, right. It shows up cause we're in classes all day with people and like, I don't know you very well, but we're going to get out there and make a bunch of stuff up and it just works. Yeah. It just works. So I definitely agree that intimacy. Mm. Uh, Christine, what about for you? What do you think? What's something new that you've experienced or learned so far this weekend? Um, I have had some improv experience and, and COVID kind of uh, gave me a big break from that. Not that I wanted the break. Yeah. But, um, so getting back into it feels really good. And what I really appreciate about IFTP and the, and the improvisers I'm seeing here and how everyone interacts is um, the feedback, mm. not only from the teachers or the coaches, but from each other is really... Um, uh, what's so in depth and really um, insightful? Like uh, they just, you know, I finish a thing and someone asks how it was, and I say it was fun. But 
everyone elaborates and really is looking into a scene. So it's helping me train my eye to, to what to look for. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's one thing I know I love about IFTP too, is like the layers of feedback, right? There's the feedback from the teacher, the feedback from the audience, and then you have an opportunity for reflection as well, mm -hmm. which is, you don't get that at a lot of other places. So it's something I'm with you. I just, I love it. I love yeah. it. I love feedback. So I love to hear it from many, yeah. many sources. Yeah, me and too. can I add something to sure. that? Sure. It's also, um, loving like it, it's it's because a lot of times the feedback can tear you down and, yeah. and it empowers you um and and whether it's from other other improv people that they're out so empowering the instructors are very empowering um so because that and that's really kind of the only way you can take in feedback in a real way so um i just find that astounding yeah yeah it's like you're receiving the feedback but it's not it's to build you up, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, you were great. Let's be even greater. Right. Rather than, yeah, no one's trying to destroy anyone else here, which right. is good. Right. Definitely. Okay. Um, my next question for you, uh, and I want to hear from each of you on this. What's a, like, a challenging moment you've had in classes this weekend and then, like, a high moment where you're just like, yes, improv! Like, your most challenging moment and your most, like, proud moment that you had. You know, something that you accomplished or did in class. And whoever wants to go first. Want me to go? Sure. Okay. Um, well, challenging moment. It's hard to pick just one. <laughs> so, the, just learning and being vulnerable yeah. and um, all the, the awkwardness that I feel in like pauses um, and like the, trying to turn off the voice of going, I'm not doing it right. I'm not doing it right. You know, I'm failing right now. Um, that kind of has been pervasive. But at the same time... Um, on the flip side of that, the minute, the minute you do something that, that I've said something that I knew was w right there with my person, and I could hear it in the audience, and I could feel it simultaneously, like, mm -hmm. that was, that worked. That was yeah. good, you yeah. know, and that was really satisfying. I mean, there were a couple specifics, but that was really a satisfying feeling. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. So um, translation was impossible, yeah. and I, I feel like I want to go home and like listen to other languages and yeah. then do gibberish yeah. with them. I'm 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 I really care about languages, yeah. and so I was like I should be able to do this, yeah. but I could not come up with it. And then I was like, ah, I should be able to like, and it, 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 it's not at all a judgment of like, we shouldn't be making fun of Russians. Like I couldn't even think of the, you know, words I know in Russian. So yeah. yes, very challenging, yeah. but, but kind of inter, you find out something interesting about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and then, um, yeah, like these moments where you, um, where you're suddenly, um, I was a non-caring sister in, in one mm. of my sister who had polio. Uh, and, and it's just like where, where you can drop, where you're both like dropped into that character and it's, you're just going with it. And it's, it's kind of magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. You just both buy into whatever's happening. And you're like, yeah. well, here we go. Yeah. 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 I, 
Oh man, that translation game, that game gets me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Even the Russian words, I was like, yet. And that's all I got right now. I know. Like, I couldn't, all I could come up with was vodka. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't even say vodka. it, vodka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even that, it's like, oh man, yeah. When you're on the spot with that game in particular, I think just all knowledge of any language other than English ceases to exist. It disappears. Yeah, yeah it makes gibber, gibberish is supposed to be yeah. easy, and it's not. It's very Absolutely difficult. Not. Yeah. I think that might be the hardest language of them all, is gibberish. <laughs> Because you're purposefully not making sense. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing those reflections on the weekend so far. I'm going to ask you one more question and we're going to jump into our improv game. Um, So this last question is very serious. If, well, no, here we go. I want you to tell me each your perfect camp meal. What does that look like? Your ideal camp meal, whatever that is. You're at camp and you're like, this is the perfect meal for camp. What does that look like for each of you? For me, it would be um, beans, rice, salsa, and guacamole. That sounds great. Yeah. I'm there. Sign me up. Okay. Yeah, I might have to go along with that, and especially because in, in Southern California, there's a lot of real Mexican tortillas, so That's if true. you have some real tortillas too, I'd yeah. be happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, And then... They had cherry pie the other night, but they mm. didn't have a gluten-free crust, and I love cherry pie. So if they had cherry pie with a gluten-free crust, there you go, there you go. Those tacos are... and cherry pie. That sounds great to me. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, it was like great fresh guac, like tortillas, yeah, pie. Baby. Like these are all good things. Oh man, I'm gonna go have second dinner. See ya. Uh, no, all right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. We're gonna go ahead and jump into our improv game. So I'm looking at this because I have a list of games here. And uh, the game we are going to be playing, this is a fun one, kind of a a word game. Uh, So for this scene, I will go ahead and give you both a relationship to kind of help you start off your scene. And your objective in this scene is that uh, with each line, the next line has to start with the last letter of the previous line. So if my line is like, I love bananas, right? The last letter is S, the next line would be, so do I. Right? And that's kind of how you have to play. So you got to listen for that last letter. Okay, and it's a conversation. It's a conversation okay. between the two of you. So I'll go ahead and pull up. I'm going to give you a relationship just to kind of help get you going. Let's see. I'm going to say, so one of you is a bartender. The other is a regular customer. Anything else you need from me? All right, I'll black you out when you're ready. Here you go. Okay. What can I get you, Cheryl? A Corona? Corona beer? Could you get me a Corona beer? Right away, Missy. You're you're a, you're an interesting bartender. I I don't usually get called Missy. You know <laughs> that I love calling you different names when you come in every night. Thank you. <laughs> I like it when you call me different names every night. Like we've got we've got kind of a, a a thing going. Good grief! I am so glad you finally noticed. I have been thinking about telling you that I was having feelings for you, and you just made my year. Right. Well, let's not go crazy here. I mean, you know, like like. Right, you're a bartender and I'm a customer and, and like, you know, it's that it's that bar banter thing, right? Tell me what I could do to change your mind about 
maybe spending a little more time with me outside of the bar, little petunia. <laughs> apples. I like apples. Blackout. <laughs> All right. Very nice. Very nice. Well done. That was, I was invested. I want to know where this is going. So good. So good. That was fun. The, like the little names we had going there. That was just such a fun little game within the scene. Such a nice job. Well, Janine, Christine, thank you so much for joining me today on thank Camp you Chat. So much, so Any much. last words you want to leave us with before we go? I can't wait to come back next year. Yeah, improv for the people. Improv for the people. All right. Improv is life. Improv is life. There you go. Well, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. All right. Welcome back to Camp Chat. Today, I am joined by the amazing, the talented Austin and Dana. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. We're here at camp. It is the final Sunday of camp. We're tired, we're stinky, but we are so, so, so content and joyful. Uh, Austin, Dana, how are you both doing this morning? We are a bit stinky. Mm. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Uh, there's been a whole the... water issue. Yes. I don't know if you've covered that yet. Oh, Pickle. no. <laughs> uh, the water is out. The plumbing is out. And we are handling it like improv champions. We have never been happier. Never Actually, been. Yeah, it really gave me an excuse not to have to shower. Exactly. So I'm good with that. Yeah. Let go of the burdens of society, right? The, these expectations people have of me not to smell, you know, that's, I'm letting that go this weekend. So yeah. Through. And you know, the water is usually running at camp. So don't let this affect your decision yeah, to yeah, not to definitely, come to camp or definitely. not. Usually there's water there and the water is delicious. It is. It's spring it is. water. So know that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like the arrowhead bottle, but real. It yeah, is. That's how I describe the mountain it. mountain itself. Yeah, yeah. Poland spring, but American spring, you know, all right. That's some good stuff. Uh, all right, so we're going to start with a round of three things, but it's camp edition. Oh. So uh, here we go. Uh, Dana, I'll start with you. Then Austin, I'll go with you. Okay. These are three things. Dana, three things you can't come to camp without. Toothbrush. One. Sunscreen. Two. And a mug for coffee that you don't have to wash out, so you have your own mug the whole weekend. Three. These are three things. Austin, uh, three things that you never want to see at camp. Uh, a broken toilet. One. Uh, a giant beetle. Two. Uh, anyone's genitals. Three. These, These are, are three, three things. things. Wow. A solid choices across the board. Um, can I add that yes. Austin did see a giant beetle yeah. and oh. she saved it. I saved it. She saved its wow. life and our lives. Yeah. It was in our bathroom yeah. and she escorted it out of the room into nature again. I was wow. screaming like a 12 year old girl the whole time. No one was there to see it, but I saved its life and I feel proud of what wow. I've done here today at as you and should. I, I saw the beetle that night and when I was brushing my teeth. I did see the beetle and yeah. I said, I'm going to ignore it and hope it does yeah. not crawl into our bunk beds. Yeah, or in our <laughs> so mouths or on our You face. are the true yeah. hero. Yeah, I am yeah. your hero. I'll Austin, thank you for your service. Thank you so, yeah, it's yeah. my pleasure. Actually, yeah. no, it wasn't my pleasure. But. Yeah, but <laughs> your pain is our pleasure, right? <laughs> I did it. Exactly, exactly. The rest of us are living <laughs> beetle-free lives. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing these uh, tales of heroism, bravery. Uh, you know, it's not... It's not often we have moments like that to step up in life. So thank you, Austin, for, you know, showing your true colors, coming in, saving the day. Uh, So I want to ask on a more uh, on a more serious note, not that beetle heroism isn't serious and, uh, you know, reusable coffee mugs and all that. uh, I want to ask 
Um, and Austin, we'll start with you. What's one lesson you feel that you've taken away from this experience at camp? Something oh. that's changed in you from Friday yeah. to now Sunday morning. That's a great question. And I, I know there's, I know for a fact there's more than one, but the best one I think that I uh, am going to come away with is just this notion of permission. Um, mm. There's been so much, uh, so many opportunities to really just like let the freak flag fly. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for that. Um, just that space to just be weird and to, and to follow the impulses that come through. And um, it's, uh, it's just very atypical from the rest of our day-to-day life. So I'm just very grateful that we had this time to just be, just be really weird and silly. I really went to some very weird and silly places, and I'm very proud of myself for doing so. Amazing. Amazing. Let those flags fly. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. Dana, what about for you? What is a a lesson you've taken away from this weekend, from Friday to Sunday? I am taking away letting go and trusting others. We did the challenge ropes course on Saturday, Mm. and I'm not afraid of heights. I, I will gladly fly. I'll go up in a tall building. It's not a huge deal for me, but watching everyone else go, they made it look so easy and it didn't seem that high. (laughs) And then you get up there and you're like, oh, this is higher than I thought. And my legs got very shaky and didn't seem to want to work that high. But knowing that I was tethered to the the rope and had people belaying me down below, they were holding me, I felt trust and I did the leap of faith. And it was so fun afterwards. Once Mm -hmm. I got back down to the ground, I was like, that was exhilarating. So just letting go of that fear and trusting that. And that's just the ropes course in the improv sessions. I did an amazing, we had an amazing scene, Debbie and I, about corn dogs and waiting in line for corn dogs. And we were yelling at people that were not, you couldn't see in line, but we were yelling at them to hurry up. Mm. It got really intense. But I wasn't in my head at all. Like I, we were just yelling and having fun, and it got worse and worse. We were sticking the corn dogs up people's butts if they weren't oh, hurrying up, yeah. sticking it in their eyeballs. That's what you did. It went there, and it felt so freeing and almost like therapeutic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I don't usually get to say those things. Sure. But sometimes I'm thinking them. Yeah. And to be able to say those things and let go and trust that Debbie was going to do the same and not be like. Why are you doing that? We were both yelling together. That was such an awesome experience. And all of the scenes were like that. It was was just an amazing weekend. It really was. Fantastic. I should say that I was Dana's videographer for her Leap of Faith. She did ring the bell. I did. I tapped it. She tapped the bell. The cowbell Bell rang. And it was actually really cute to see her realize how high up she was because she was like, shouldn't have looked down. Shouldn't have looked down. And it was just, but then she did it and it was, it was wonderful. This well, she went before me, so it was. Uh, I wasn't as scared because I was like, "Oh, Dana did it." So well, then I had to video, or I videoed for you, and I was really shaky after. I was like, "I should not be videographer for this one." I'm still shaky from but my leap both, of faith. We both have Samsungs, and oh, uh, yeah. that is wonderful image stabilized quality. Oh, I believe yeah. it. So I believe we, it. It, it. We did great. Take did that. Great iPhone yeah, people. Yeah, the iPhone can suck Whoa. Yeah. Uh, uh, to know, we are on an iPhone right now. <laughs> well, but you might want to cut your ad sponsorship fair enough, fair there. Enough, right? fair <laughs> Once they know we exist, we will. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And I love that you both had that opportunity to like record the other person doing that. Because I, yeah, that leap of faith was definitely a highlight for me. I loved that activity. It was 
a little scared too. I don't love heights. I'm with you there. <laughs> Everyone seemed to turn around just fine up yeah, on that small yeah. little board. Like no one else made no. it seem like a problem. Yep. And then no, I got to like there. rearrange your arm. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I was she was like, like, why do I move my arm? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm facing the belayers and they're like, don't look at us. Don't look down. <laughs> How am I supposed to do this? No one else had this issue. Mm. <laughs> so it's like a full minute of me struggling yeah, to yeah, just, just like, turn uh, my body a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You got to prepare. You got to yeah. prepare. All right, last question for you both. Um, two things you're going to tell me, and whoever wants to go first, uh, you're going to tell me your favorite thing you ate this weekend and your favorite improv exercise you did this weekend. I could definitely say the improv exercise first um, was the heightening. Mm. I loved the heightening. Um, uh, that was a wonderful exercise in permission because you really had to continue to go to the next you had to. You were the next person, so you had to go bigger. Um, I think we were in that class, and it was just mm. oh, that's right. We were so yeah, fun. That was a I really mean, fun one. I really like that. Awesome. That was my favorite. Um, you're gonna have to come back to me for the food because it wasn't okay. Okay, I can't think of anything. So we'll start with the heightening. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, well, my, I love the heightening one. That's probably my second favorite um, because I do struggle with being a five or a ten, depending mm. on whatever scale you're using. I struggle to be a ten. Um, in any emotion, and for me to just even be like an eight and practice being a ten, it was hard for me. It was challenging, and it was fun to see other people test their limits too and challenge themselves. My favorite one was the peas in the pod, mm-hmm. because so many times we get caught up in like logical absurd, or I got to be the voice of reason, or whatever. And it was just so fun to be silly people together silly characters which is what led to that corn dog scene that was the same class but yeah i need to remember that more i want to remember that more to be peas in the pod because that's just so joyful yes 100 100 percent. okay any any food recommendations if we don't have one it's totally okay i mean i like the food i brought okay there you go there you go yes what's one snack item you brought that you liked Trail mix. Trail there you go. That's, oh, that's a perfect camp yeah. food. Yeah, you're such a snack champ. You yeah. had your yogurt, your yeah. Faye yogurt, 2%. 2% okay. you want to do sponsorships. Yeah. The Faye 2%. The Faye 2%. Excellent. Okay. Um, and with your granola. Yep. And um, <laughs> it was like such a good breakfast choice. I, I love the s'mores. And not mm. to, like all yeah. the food we had was wonderful this weekend. Just sitting around a campfire yeah. with Classic. everyone. It's warm and getting the marshmallows toasted to perfection and sitting around. It, it is so joyful again. This yeah. weekend was all about joy. And mm. that really just put the icing on the cake with the joyful weekend. hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. Well, thank you both so much for answering those questions about camp. I'd love to hear your experiences and the highs and lows and the leaps, both in class I have one and more outside. High. Okay, go, yeah, go, go. It would have to be your Les Mis. Oh, oh absolutely. Uh, that was up there. Well, thank you. Thank well, you. I hadn't heard thank that you. song since I was really little. Oh, yeah. I knew all the words. So it yeah. was like, anyway, you were great. Well, thank you. Thank the you. The talent show overall. Yeah. I love the talent show. Yeah. yeah. I struggle with just, like, improv is my skill in, amongst the regular world. Like, oh, I do improv, and you don't, so haha. But then amongst improvisers, it's like, oh, what is my other skill or <laughs> talent that yeah. I have? Yeah. And to see everyone else share their other talents of singing, dancing, Hitting popcorn into their mouth yes. with their hands. It was so fun and so joyful. People were so vulnerable. 
that was just yeah, true that was connection. Powerful. That was a highlight for sure. It was yeah. definitely a, a highlight of the weekend too. Amazing. Amazing. We had an anti-improv talent show. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. All right. So the last thing we're going to do is we're going to play a quick game. And this game that I have for you might be one you played before. It's called Bad Breakup. Uh, we've all we've all hopefully had the chance to experience a bad breakup <laughs> oh, now really? and then. Yeah, hopefully. I wish that upon everyone. Um, but uh, one of you, um, and I'll let you decide, one of you is going to break up with the other person. And uh, the one thing, uh, let's do, Austin, you're going to be breaking up with Dane. I'm deciding for you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, one thing that has to be incorporated into this scene is scissors. You need to incorporate scissors somehow into the scene. This is a bad breakup. Austin is breaking up with Dana. Any questions for me? Um, yeah, I'll black you out when I think you're ready. Okay. I um, can't do this. I can't do this anymore with you, Beth. Can't do what? We, we just have to go to the store. That's all. No, it's not the store. It's not the store. I... I'm, I'm having serious doubts about you, about our relationship, and frankly, I've been fantasizing about other people. That's not a good sign. I think well, it's time we call it quits. Is it Debbie from the store? Because if it's Debbie, I, I know we see her all the time, and you, you're always smiling at her. Is that who you're fantasizing about? I mean, about? it's not just one person, but yes, Debbie's one of them. She's, 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 she is really nice at She's the store. nice. You're not, you're just not nice. I like nice, I like, you know, hot, I like funny. You're none of those things. Look, Austin, we've been together for three years. Three years, you're having doubts? Yeah. Like, it's time. It's either, you know, what we're not, we're not married, we don't have children. It's, you know, it's, a, it's actually a really good, it's a good time in my life to separate as well. I think it's, I'm looking for a change. So I think it's, it's uh, you know, I, listen, you, you have you, have you, you have your crafts, you have your whole, Crafts room, I your scissor collection is epic. I'm sure someone else would really appreciate that about you. I don't. Oh, I'm about to use the scissor collection and cut up your favorite pair of jeans right now. No, 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 my God, that's those were these are the heavy duty denim scissors. Yeah, those were fine. Okay, well, I mean, this is I'm making them. I'm turning them into jorts. Wow, that's so mature. I hope you have five hundred dollars to give me. Because, whatever you know, what this is this is just typical you, typical you, just taking something and then ruining it, taking our life and then ruining it. I just thought we were gonna have a normal Sunday and go to the store. And you then, thought wrong. This is the last and Sunday. Now this this last is it. Sunday together. Mm-hmm. This is it. It's the last one. I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm making a quilt that says "I hate you" on it. And I am going to drape it out in front of your room forever. And I'm not letting you leave. Blackout. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Well done incorporating those arts and crafts into it. And then it became part of, oh, that was so fun. Just cutting the the jeans into jorts and the quilt and the the scissor collection. That's fascinating to me because there's so many different types, you know. That was amazing. Really and I have nice those job. scissors to cut through jeans. Yeah. It's, you can't just use any old no, pair. No. Mm, I've, the, I've learned from... from those kind of scare me. Yeah, that's some serious scissors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that about wraps up our episode of Camp Chat. Any final words you want to leave us with before we head off? Thank you so much for having us. Of course. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I want to look at you, but I can't. It's okay. It's okay. Um, this is so fun. We're so glad that you're... I mean, I've enjoyed being in class with you, but now that you're... 
moving into a more teacher level thing, I'm so excited for you because I think you're great. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And a great teacher. Yeah. Uh, echo all that. And I love this community of people. Yes. Just, I, I knew some people coming and some others I didn't. And now we're leaving just so connected. And it was only a Friday to Sunday. Yeah. It yeah. feels like it's been, we've known each other for a lifetime, lifetime. because we've had this special experience together. And 100%. that's so huge for me. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. You. Camp Chat. We'll see you next time. Bye. All right. Welcome back to Camp Chat here at IFTP Improv Camp. I am here today with Adam and Sylvan. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, our final day of camp. How are you both doing today? Doing great. Doing great. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. No, thank you for jumping in. I know everyone's rearing to go, get back to our, our busy lives, but I'm keeping you hostage here on the mountain. Um, so if these two gentlemen are missing, you know where they are. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, before we jump into our interview, we're going to play a quick round of three things. Camp edition, of course. So this will be related to nature, camp, things like that in general. All right. So here we go. Uh, Adam, I'll start with you. These are three things. Three activities you did at camp. Uh, sing. One. Improv. Two. Eat lots of cafeteria food. Three. These are three things. Sylvan, I'll go to you. Uh, three people you spoke to at camp. Daryl. One. Tara. Two. Matt. Three. These are three things. Amazing, amazing. Wow, you both were right on that. So snappy. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Okay. Uh, so let's, let's talk about camp a little bit because it's been an eventful Busy, fun, incredible weekend. Um, so I want to hear, uh, Sylvan, I want to hear from you. What's one highlight you had from an improv class and then a highlight you had outside of improv class? Um, from improv, let's see. Oh, I will say, um, I really like realizing during the rotation exercise where we had to rotate, uh, one group had to rotate, switch between scenes mm. uh, pretty quickly. I had a lot of fun realizing how easy it is to switch your mind from one scene to the next. So one moment I was playing basketball with Micah and talking about my wife. The next second I was at Yarn Barn with my friend Mason getting ready to, uh, you know, crochet a scarf for him. And I think that's super fun to be able to switch location and switch character like that. Uh, I, that's a fun exercise. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I remember with those the whole scenes. system of long form and switching. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you were you were great, just jumping back and forth between those two. I loved watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. No, it's a it's a fun exercise. Yeah. What, and then one thing that stood out outside of improv, you said. Yeah, outside of classes. Um, uh, I think the talent show. I had so mm -hmm. much fun. Like those two hours of wild entertainment. Um, it was great because. Every act was a door or window into that person. Um, and I went on second, which was great because I could see the whole show yeah. without thinking about my own act because, oh, yeah. you know, I was in my head a little bit figuring out how I was going to tell that story. But, and I had a lot of fun telling my story. Um, and, but seeing everybody, like, I felt like I was discovering a little bit about everyone. Mm. Uh, it got emotional. It was outrageously funny um and it's just a two hours like the most fun definitely i i agree the talent show was also a highlight for me just the wide range of things we got to see from so many people the talents the stories the high like such like heavy moments as well such joyous and hilarious moments was 
just incredible. And Sylvan, I did really enjoy your story that you shared Thanks. and how you ended it. Just the, the celebratory note you left us on was just amazing. I love that. And I think the best cartwheel I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. I, I felt pretty good about it yeah. um, as I did it. Um, yeah. So I, I just love cartwheels. They're, they, I've, I did them as a kid and I discovered, I don't know, 10 years ago, whatever, or, or five years ago that I could still do them. Mm. I was like, I need to do these all the time. Yeah, 100%. One time I even did one because I was angry and it was a release. So, um, they're just fun. And people came up to me and said, I love cartwheels too. You know, thanks for bringing them back. Yeah, <laughs> so, definitely. We lose that. Those. Uh, yeah. and I just, I don't know if there's anything that sums up pure joy any more than doing a cartwheel. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm so joyous that words are not enough. I'm going to physically express myself, which I think is something we lose when we get older. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that, you know, you're like, hey, we should do this if we want to. And that's how it should be, you know? Nobody should be like, don't cartwheel. So I appreciate Definitely. you just being like, let's get out there. <laughs> so thank you, Sylvan. Adam, what about for you? What's a highlight for you from improv class and a highlight outside of class? Yeah, um, I mean, the, the real highlight for, for the, the whole weekend is, is really the people. Mm. Um, I just find so much fun um, getting to play and getting to meet all these people that are very just open, accepting, willing to commit to these improv scenes, which are ludicrous and yeah. outrageous, but uh, willing to really have fun with it and um, play with that. Uh, and I was at the camp last year and met 30 amazing people, and I mm. feel like this year I kind of walked away with the same feeling of just like, Everyone is so awesome. Everyone's so committed and really into, uh, I don't know, being open to meeting everyone else and really bringing them into the scenes and bringing to life all these scenes. Definitely, definitely. Um, so really, really enjoyed that. Specifically from some of the exercises that we did, uh, I think there was a big fo- focus on space work. Mm. And space work really kind of sets the stage for the scene and really kind of puts the scene in, in reality. It grounds it in, in a location and it's very easy to kind of either forget it and drop the space work and just have a two person talking scene hmm. or to be just like overly moving around and doing too much and yeah. having it be a little bit sloppy. So having the ability to just kind of like focus on how does the space work kind of inform everything else in the, in the scene and, and how does it inform even the relationship between mm. the two people that are performing? Um, it was really good to get a lot of exercises to work through that and to kind of like overly do space work and then kind of reel it back and yeah. kind of find what the right medium and balance was. Definitely, definitely. Amazing. Space work is yeah something I always want to work on, so I love that reminder. Yeah, we had a lot of opportunities for that this weekend. Mm-hmm. What about outside of class? Um, outside of class, I, I mean... Loved the talent show as well. Uh, just really found it. Uh, everyone's got really interesting and uh, fun and creative talents, and it's always great when they can like share that with everyone else. Um, so we're talking about cartwheels mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, his story, very personal and touching story. Yeah. And, um, appreciate you for being like very vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, and appreciate like everybody going up there and being open to being vulnerable. Even if it's stand-up comedy, there's there's a vulnerability oh, in yeah. that. Um, and singing, sure. singing your so, own song. Yeah. yeah. An original. That yeah, writing really a song, playing an instrument and singing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I re- really love that, like, sharing of that. Definitely, definitely. I think, yeah, that, that was kind of a moment for everything to come together because we got to see more of so many people just than, like, 
them being in a scene, right? It was like, hey, you've seen me in a scene. This is just me, the person, mm-hmm. which is, you know, there aren't as many moments for that. But we, we have one big one, and that was last night. And I think from both of you, I just enjoyed both of what you brought to the table, Sylvan, your, your, you know, like your story of fear into bravery. Mm-hmm. And then Adam, just your opportunity of going, I'm not really a creative guy. And then you're like, oh my gosh, you wrote this beautiful song and that you performed for us and just sharing that and hearing your lyrics. I, both of you are amazing. So thank you both so much for just stepping up and thank being you. like, I'm bringing some amazing stuff to the table. Yeah. yeah. All right. One last question for you. Um, so hypothetically, I'm someone, I'm sitting at home right now. I'm listening to this and I'm on the fence about camp. I want to go next year, but maybe I don't. Uh, what would you say? What's one thing you would say to convince me to come to camp? I mean, I think I kind of already said it, but it really is the people. It's, mm. You come here and you're going to meet uh, amazing friends that um, you'll stay in touch with and mm. you'll be able to be open and, and share with. And that really is kind of a fun thing because like, there is no preconceived notions from anybody. Everyone comes here with an open mind yeah. and willing to kind of just jump into things. Definitely. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a joy and there's a wonder in that, which is really fun. Love it. Sylvan, what about you? Well, you get to feel like a kid again. You go to yes. camp. Um, uh, also, on the improv side of things, it's kind of a lab where we really, really go deep into certain aspects of improv. It's challenging, but we, we really went in depth into a few different things at each session. So... Uh, it, It'll can it, it'll help it, it helps progress move forward into the improv uh, practice, and um, I mean at the end after the closing words I got really emotional so mm. um, that that speaks to how how powerful of an experience this whole weekend was definitely definitely well hypothetical me who's sitting at home I'm in I'm coming next year you got me so thank you for convincing me to join all right it's time. We're going to do some improv because that's, it's improv camp. That's why we're here. Yeah. So the game I have for you today is one you might have played before. It's called Bad Gift, classic short form game. Um, so Sylvan, I'm going to have you give a gift to Adam in this scene. And the gift you're going to be giving is scab ointment. Some ointment for a scab. That's what you're going to give to Adam in this scene. And uh, I'm just going to let you roll with it and then I'll black you out when I think you're ready. All right. Uh <laughs> Merry Christmas, Dad. I got you um, this here. Son. Uh, uh, scab ointment. Right, that, yeah. I think it'll really help with your scratching. And. Oh, man, you yeah, really. Uh, your eczema. You really know how to give me an amazing gift. Uh, I've been it'll, dealing with this for years. It'll help with your mood also, uh, because it has a relaxing scent. Sorry. I, I know you Hold on. You're saying something about my mood? Well, I think you're kind of on edge uh, uh, most of the time. Because you think of I'm the... on edge all, most of the time? Well, you scratch a lot, and I know it hurts after a while, but you keep scratching, because why would you not? It's just out of control, the itching, right? And... Um, you always snap at mom. You always snap at me. I never snap at anybody. Uh, Dad, I just... Listen, you, son, you... I did not raise you to talk back to your father. No, but you raised me to be a thoughtful person. And I think you should give it a shot. Just open it. Open it. Smell it. Essential oils in there. You see? 
Yeah, okay. peppermint. Fine, I guess I can try it. Yeah. Son? Yeah. Oh my god. You you are like the light of my life. Blackout! Yes! Oh, what a beautiful little scene we had there. Sylvan, thank you so much. You just jumped right to it. You're like, Merry Christmas. I love you, Dad. Here's your gift. And then immediately, just like, oh, we found this little game of like, you're itchy, you're irritable. Oh my gosh. That was yeah, just, nice you guys stuff. were just so on it. Oh, thank you. That was lovely. I was laughing over here in my corner, leaning away from the mic. Like, thank you. That was excellent. Excellent. Oh man, what a, what a lovely scene. Thank you. Uh, any last words you want to leave us with before we go? Man, this, this was fun. Yeah. Yeah, really thank you so much for jumping in. camp was a blast. Definitely, yeah. definitely. It was awesome. It's nice to be able to talk about it just before leaving. Also. Yeah, it's yeah. Nice. It's a nice postscriptum. It's a re reason to hang around also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to reflect a little bit and think about like, wow, this is, yeah, kind of sum it up and then head out and return, you know, with the lessons we've learned. All right. Well, yeah. thank you both so much for joining me on Camp Chat. Adam and Sylvan, ooh, amazing guests. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Welcome back to the final episode of Camp Chat. I am here with Alex and Tara today. They are the final two campers to join us. Woo! Let's go. It's very exciting. Very exciting. How are you both doing this uh, afternoon? I'm doing fantastic. Great. Amazing fantastic. Weekend. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you both for sticking around, hanging out. Everyone has abandoned us on the mountain, but we're still here That's for content. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Uh, we're going to get started with our round of three things. This is about camp. Uh, here we go. Alex, we're going to start with you. These are three things. Best drinks at camp. Best drinks at camp? Yep. Dihydrogen monoxide. One. Coffee. Two. And orange juice. Three. These are three things. Tara, we're going to you. Uh, best things that are not improv to do at camp. Hike. One. Um, sit. Two. Chat. Three. <laughs> These are three things. Oh, my goodness. Let's go. Chat. Let's oh go. <laughs> All right. And those are valid answers, but I'm going to make fun of you for it. <laughs> Hug. Yeah. That's Hug. my chorus. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Amazing. Amazing. Dihydrogen monoxide. Seriously. Dihydrogen seriously. monoxide. All right. All right. Well, for chemistry nerds out there, shout out dihydrogen monoxide. Yeah. I heard it's going to be falling from the sky. Oh, yeah. At some point. Today? Maybe. Oh, we got to get moving then. No, we're going to. That's the water we've been missing the whole weekend. Exactly. <laughs> it's coming from the sky, not from the toilets. All right. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Well, uh, thank you again so much for uh, joining us. I just want to ask you a couple questions about your experience this weekend at camp. Now, just to start, was this your first time doing the IFTP improv camp or did you come last year? We came here last year. You both right? came last year. Yeah. Oh, amazing. We are veterans. Amazing. This is our second rodeo. Yeah. And we're weathered. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I can tell. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was just as fun and as, um, they're just great experiences as last time. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, what I'd love to hear from you both and Tara, we'll start with you. I'd love to hear a highlight of something that happened in class and then a highlight for something that happened outside of class. Um, the in class, I would say, um, was just the space that was given to scenes and just allowing to develop them. Mm. So um, in one of the classes we were escalating. And so whether it was a group of people, actually that was my favorite where there was five people and you know, the first person said something at a one and you had to get all the way to a five. Mm. And it was just, um, this 
uh, space to just be a really big character and you um, had guidance with it and you were just building on the scene but also um, yeah making it big for yourself too definitely uh, and then out of camp I would say um, the group photo is always kind of fun for yeah me. yeah yeah it's just like everybody there there's so much energy and then after that everybody just hugs goodbye and talks about how amazing the weekend was. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a good like capstone moment for the weekend. Mm -hmm. I feel like definitely, yeah. definitely. All right, Alex, what about you? Highlight in class, highlight outside of class. I'd say a highlight in class would be just witnessing how funny and how creative hmm. people can be. And it's just, it's just mind blowing. How can someone be that funny, that creative? You know what I mean? And there was a scene too, where I played a serial killer with Ken. Ooh. and it was actually an amazing scene i heard about it and <laughs> word got around <laughs> yeah word got around about it yeah it, it um i don't like scary movies mm. i don't like watching documentaries about any kind of serial killers i'm not even the biggest fan of halloween but for some reason that character came so natural to me i'm a bit concerned mm. okay well we'll keep an eye on you um yeah but outside of improv um, just the talent show. I felt like that was very beautiful to watch. People express themselves and, um, yeah, just showcase their their talents and their skills. It was beautiful. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think that was something we talked about on the last camp chat with uh, Sylvan and Adam as well. Just that talent show was an opportunity for, I think, people to be vulnerable, not as improvisers, but as just people, you know, just as kind of burying their souls, just like ugh, ripping that open. So I love and you're an amazing experience. singer. Yes. Michael, you are so freaking talented. Thank you. Like, thank you. Appreciate it's amazing. it. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Just from being like, I did the talent show last year oh. and seeing, um, it's a biannual thing. Oh, dang it. Um, okay, but next year, seeing next year. how um, supportive, but not supportive in an obligatory way, but mm. genuinely appreciating people's talents. Yeah. It's just something that you feel in this room more than I've seen in, in any theater that I've been in. It's everybody is really just rooting for each other and yeah. um, respecting everybody's talent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think like generally I would say like most talent shows kind of suck in a way. Cause like when you're a kid, you know, it, it can be rough, but like this in an environment where everyone is rooting for the other person, it makes just everyone's talent even better, you know? Cause yeah. it's like, the environment is safe and we're all rooting for you. You know, we're like, yeah! like mm -hmm. just all jazzed up. So I think it just mm -hmm. elevates the level of performance that we get to see. You know, it's not like high school where they're throwing tomatoes and stuff. <laughs> right. And I appreciate the courage that people yeah. have to go up there and to, you know, put their hearts, put their hearts and their souls out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like that's something that I really admire about everyone. I want to see you both up there next year. Tara, I know it's biannual. Alex, I don't know if you did it last year, but next year's your year. Next year's my year. Next year's your year. I will be a, there. You got a whole year. Coming soon. Y'all be ready. All right. He said that on the record, so we're holding yep. on to that. <laughs> if you don't, we're going to break one of your kneecaps next oh, year. I need those. I that would this, be a talent. It takes, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do that, but I guess hit it hard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay, I'm definitely doing it then. <laughs> I also just threatened you on the record, so that's not good. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Uh, so rounding out this weekend of camp, what do you think is, uh, and this is, will be our last question before we improvise a little bit, what's one nugget of wisdom that you now have that you didn't have two days ago related to improv? That's a great question. I would say for me, um, 
having grace, you know, um, sometimes not every improv scene that you do is going to be amazing and fantastic. And that's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to put pressure on yourself. You can just um, have fun and pick little pieces of information and apply it to the next scene. And um, just making the fun part of improv the priority and everything else will fall into place. 100%. You know? Yeah. Like embrace sucking. Embrace sucking. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's you how you get better. Vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not everything's going to be perfect. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, you have fun with it. Everything will be fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Because once you can do that, it becomes so much easier, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I know that's something I need to remind myself of sometimes. No, you it's don't, hard. Michael. You're damn near perfect. No. <laughs> all the time. That's not true. All, per all the time. Yes. You are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You're too kind. Too kind. But thank you for leaving us with that nugget of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Tara, that's a tough one to follow up. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say that coming here is a reminder um, that uh, you can 100% be yourself and not filter or try to be something that other people, you think other people want you to be. Mm. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, and just like embrace your imperfections. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love the freedom you. from expectations, right? We have coming away up here on the mountain. And it's like, how can we take that and apply that to our life once we're back down, you know, back in LA? I think for both those things, right? Embracing failure as well as not worrying about the expectations and judgments of others. That's, right. I mean, those are, I think, two of the hardest things to do in life, but striving towards it, it helps you with everything, not just improv, but we only care about improv here. So, yeah, yeah. I love it. That's definitely true. Yeah. I yeah. tell people I'm, you know, I'm gone this weekend. I'm at improv camp yeah. and they're all like, oh God. And I'm like, good, don't come. Yeah. Yeah. If your reaction is that, we, like attitude adjustment before you come up the mountain, right? Yeah. Attitude adjustment. Because I think, yeah, this, you got to see this as an opportunity, not like, oh, I don't want to hang around improvisers. Like, come on now. Yeah. This is an amazing place. And uh, one of, I think one of the few opportunities as an adult, too, to get away from a lot of that. Yeah. Man, thank you both so much. I'm going to keep those nuggets, put them in my pocket here. Put them in your pocket. Yeah, save them with me. I'll, I'll read them when I get down the mountain. Um, so the last thing we're going to do is I need, I need your help because we got to do some improvising here. Are we, are we ready to Let's improvise? Let's do some improvising. Let's do some improvising. <laughs> You're ready. Let's go. All right. So the game, the final game of Camp Chat of Improv Camp that we are playing here today is a classic, the dating game. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have two wonderful contestants here. I am a sad sap, a hopeless romantic. I'm looking for my future date, possibly life partner. So luckily I've brought in these two amazing candidates and they're going to tell me a little bit about themselves. We have contestant number one here closest to me and contestant number two a little further away. Uh, contestant number one, please introduce yourself. Who are you? My name is Donovel Chevelle Ooh, and I really love bong walks on the beach and I like roses that smell like fresh pineapples. Mm. <laughs> yes. Wow. So happy to be here. Such, such a philosophical mind you have, Donovo. Wow. Okay. Contestant number two, please introduce yourself. My name is Matilda <gasps> Gertrude. Like the movie. And I enjoy all things related to death and dying. 
um, particularly the decay of bodies. Oh. And I really like the feeling of pain, whether it's emotional, physical, or just anything that causes pain in others. Wow. Well, Matilda, your courage and your your bravery towards the unknown is admirable. So I'm definitely so excited to learn more about you both. And hopefully by the end of this show, we'll be set for life. Um, so uh, Donovo, contestant number one, let's start with you. Uh, it's our first date. Where are you going to take me? You know, I think that I will take you to Manhattan Beach. <gasps> I will make sure that I bring artificial candles. Wow. I will bring some white wine. Amazing. And I'll bring books of poetry. <gasps> and I will feed you grapes as I read the finest poetry I find. And um, I'll also bring my JBL speaker. I'll make sure that it's all charged up. And I will play 90s R&B music that will remind uh, me of how much I'm willing to invest in your heart and in your love. Wow, amazing. Well... You know, lucky for me, I was born in 98, so I don't remember much of that music, and uh, I can't read, so thank you for reading those poems for me. Wow, Donovo, really swept me off my feet, but I'm curious to hear what Matilda has to say. Matilda, where are you taking me on our first date? Winter. <gasps> A season. Uh, yep, I'm taking you to winter, um, particularly in northern altitudes and wow. longitudes, wow. where... There's dark 20 to 22 hours of the year. And at those times, also candlelight, um, because, you know, that's romantic, mm. particularly in the seasons of death and winter. And uh, we would probably have an igloo, um, but outside of the igloo would be Cozy. a fire that was surrounded by dead trees and animals. Wow. Wow. So such, such warmth and chilling conditions. I love that. And yeah. isolation. Ooh, <laughs> romantic. Oh my goodness. This is a tough decision. Luckily, I've got some more questions for you. Mm. Um, contestant number one, Don Donovo. Um, I'm wondering, it's Valentine's Day. What are you going to give me? What gifts you got for me? Well, what I'm going to do, I'm more of a creative type of person. <gasps> oh my gosh, an um, artiste. So what I'm going to do is I am going to go on Google Images <gasps> and I'm going to print out in color at my job because we have a color printer at my job. Wow. And um, I'm going to print out pictures of all the dates that we are going to have in the future. <gasps> um, kind of like a vision board. Oh my gosh. But for us. An oracle of the future. Exactly. And I'm going to make sure that... Um, I print that on a nice uh, construction paper, and I'm going to glue on some Hershey Kisses. Um, and I'm going to give that to you as I show up at your doorstep with a bouquet of roses. Oh, my gosh. And I, Donovo, thank you for using pictures so I don't have to read about our dates because I cannot. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Such attention to detail. Wow. Um, all right, Matilda. Valentine's Day. What are you going to get me? I love me some gifts. I celebrate Valentine's Day on December 31st. Oh. And that Blended is holidays. the season of death before new life. Ooh. Uh, I, I also have a printer at my office. It's a black and white printer. <gasps> oh, my only goodness. prints black and white. The duality of man. And thank you. It is the duality of man because 
that's all there is. And to really celebrate that void. Do you hear it? That's our date. Wow. Beauty and simplicity. I love it. Sometimes it's, like you said, black and white. It's the simple things that really bring most joy. Wow. Wow. The choice between many material goods and almost nothing is quite <laughs> enticing. Wow. All right. Well, we've got one final question here to determine our futures together, because obviously I'm an excellent candidate for love. Um, all right. So we're going to start with Matilda on this question. Mix things up here, because sometimes in love, you never know what's going to happen next. You never know. Never. Yeah. Never. Yeah. So, uh, so Matilda, my final romance dating question for you is, babe, I'm hungry. What are you making me for dinner? I'm hungry. I'm making it now. <gasps> it would have to be a farm fresh. Oh my gosh. Barbecued pig. Oink, oink. The pig would have his head still there but not with eyeballs oh. and the pig would be sliced into bacon and the bacon would be laid upon dried cabbage and rabbit's fur wow so cozy the beverage would be a fine blood red wine and I would feed it to you using a fork of turkey feet Wow. And a goblet of pewter. Wow. Wow. I love a meal that encapsulates almost the entire animal kingdom. Incredible. Incredible. And I appreciate you feeding me because I actually never learned how to use utensils. Or read. It's been a struggle. Or read. Well, I couldn't read about using utensils, and that's held me back. But I'm here for love. Thank you, Matilda. Um, Donovo, tough one to follow up. Babe, I'm hungry. What are you going to make me? Baby, don't need to worry. I got you. Pet names. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that I take off my shirt very slowly. Wow, shirtless in the kitchen. Then I'm going to take off my pajama bottoms. Then I'm going to take off my socks. I'm going to put on a fresh pink pair of underwear, boxer briefs. Wow. I'm going to put on my kitchen apron, my chef hat, and I'm going to get some dough from Trader Joe's. Then I'm going to go back to the apartment. Then I'm going to make you a pizza, baby. (gasps) Pizza? I'm going to beat that dough so hard. (laughs) Give me a slice. And my pink boxer briefs with my chef hat. I'm going to make you the freshest pizza you ever had. I'm going to put pepperonis in the shape of a heart because you have my heart, baby boy. And then I'm going to rub your belly and get your digestive system ready. And I'm going to feed you that pizza. Wow. One slice at a time until you fool. And then... I'm going to get my juicer out. Oh. And I'm going to put my kale in that juicer. Oh, my goodness. And nourish your fine ass. Nourish me after a pizza. Balance, baby. 
See, I want you happy. I want you satisfied. But I also want to take care of your health. Wow. Wow. Well, my goodness, this might be the hardest decision of my life. I feel like I need to add something. Matilda, please. I don't feel like uh, I was able to give you the full picture. Oh. I just want you to know that while Donovo wants you to have a full life, I want to be with you forever. Wow. And that means death and beyond. Wow. That's all. Well, thank you for that last minute addition, Matilda. <sighs> I, just, I would like to add something as well. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. I would like to add something as well. This is unorthodox, but I'll, I'll, let, it, I'll let it be. Please. See, see, my goal is to keep you living for a very, very long time. Oh. I want to make sure that you're in this for longevity. Oh. I want you to live to be 142 years old. And I'm going to make sure I feed you all your vitamins and calcium and fish oil, omega vitamins from GNC. I do have an iron deficiency. Everyone dies, Donovo. <gasps> and then after that, I'm going to cremate your sexy ass. Oh. Keep I'm going to keep your ashes. And I'm, when, I, when I die, I'm going to mix our ashes together. Huh? Wow. And then we're going to be dumped on Manhattan Beach where we had our first date. Oh my goodness, a complete circle. Full circle, baby. All right. Full circle, except that <laughs> you would be preserved perfectly with formaldehyde and sitting at your table forever. Oh my gosh. Your life would live on wow. in death. You don't want to be on Manhattan Beach as dust. The dogs pee all over it. <gasps> the dogs pee? I would treat you in the afterlife with respect. And real, true joy. Like an Egyptian pharaoh. But will you make him a pizza, though? <laughs> wow. All right. Well, contestants, Donovo, Matilda, thank you so much for bearing your souls. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if I think about it, it's, you know, idealism versus realism. It's really, it's a battle of philosophies. And I think, Matilda, you're the one for me. I want to be... I want to focus on the real because, you know, uh, my family health history, I know I'm not going to live to 142. And I want to think about what's after life. We'll set them all up at the table. Donovo, I'm so sorry. You know, you're, you just missed the mark for me. But, uh, you know. What about the pizza? I'm going to eat that pig. Don't touch me. Oink, oink. Blackout. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Lovely. Ah, you both so embrace that so much. I wanted to pick both of you, honestly. That was a tough decision. Uh, I hated having to make that decision, honestly. Yeah. I was like, I hate this. I, I wanted Donovo and Matilda to get together. Oh. Right. They're destined for Oh, in a way that would have been interesting. I think combining your philosophies would have really created something special. Well, I was a little selfish. Um, but, uh, Alex, Tara, thank you so much for joining me on the last episode of Camp Chat. Any final words before we head down the mountain back to Los Angeles? I just think that um, the, to be creative, to set apart a weekend, to just be creative and not know anything about what that will be is 
so it's such a unique opportunity and um it's really a gift and i'm grateful i look for i'm already looking forward to next year and it's um it's just one of my favorite weekends and i'm so glad that it's started Mm -hmm. and happy to have been to all of them so far yeah well back-to-back camp champs right here Alex, any last words for us? Yeah, I'm just so happy that we had a weekend of just laughter, connection, nature, like just a unique experience. And I'm just happy that we can gift that to ourselves, you know, and make it a part of our lives. All right. And, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to coming back next year. And there you go. There you going go. Going to class tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we're back at it in class. Back this at week. it again. All right. Well, thank you both again so much for joining me for the final camp chat. Camp chat. Uh, let's go ahead and wave goodbye. Woo, camp we're camp. camp. Woo, we'll camp. see you back in the studio next time. Thank you. Improv for the podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans. Edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans. And finally, presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.